Welcome to The Do Zone, where entrepreneurs go to get things done. I'm your host, Josh Thomas. You can find me all over social media at JT Literally. Each week, I bring on experts from a variety of backgrounds to share their secrets on how to optimize performance so you can take massive action and crush your goals. If you want to build a slingshot that brings in quick cash and sales for your business in as little as seven days, I'm going to give you a simple framework that has worked for me and my clients time and time again at no cost to you. Go to factor1.io now and enter your email for immediate access. Once again, that's factor1.io. Today's guest is, who is today's guest? There he is. Today's guest is Jake Hurwitz. Jake is the founder of Thursday Labs, a studio that specializes in various aspects of digital content creation and marketing. They excel in creating impactful websites and lead pages, generating high-quality video and podcast content, managing blogs and newsletters, and consistently delivering large volumes of content. This enables them to obtain valuable insights into which styles, channels, and hooks are effectively driving conversions. Jake, welcome to the Do Zone. Tell us something you believe is the key to getting stuff done that most people wouldn't think of. I'm going to say uh, three things real fast. I think there's three. Number one is probably pretty obvious. You have to dedicate yourself to work that you really genuinely not are passionate about, but are obsessed with. I think the vast, vast majority of folks do work that it's, it's work. It's stuff that's given to you. It's work you, you got to do. And so how fun is it to get out of bed and actually do it? You, you just get it done as fast as you can and get it over with. So you can move on to the things you actually do want to do. But when it's work that from the soul and you're like, this is why I'm put on this planet. It's to work on this thing is to solve this problem. Then there's no, limit of time or, oh my God, I can't wait to get this over with. You want to keep working on it, it creates better work. So if you don't have an answer to that question, the first thing you got to do is go do some soul searching first and figure out like, what's my purpose here? What what problem in the world do I feel I need to solve for the world around me? That's number one. Number two is, you know how at the end of every week, we all have our to-do list. And at the beginning of the week, we make our to-do list of all the things we want to do that week. And at the end of the week, there's always a few things that are not crossed off that just keep piling over to the next week. Find a business partner or people you can hire who have the opposite to-do list. So the things that you don't get done week after week after week after week are the things that they always get done week after week after week and then vice versa for the two of you. So like for me, for example, I just always avoid and procrastinate like anything finance, accounting, bookkeeping related first person I need to hire with anything I do or partner with is someone who's just like all over the, the spreadsheets and the books and the numbers. Awesome. And what was, was there a number three in there and I miss it? The third one is you need at all times, and I'm a big fan of balance in general. So you have to stay balanced between something that is great for your creativity, your mind, something that's great for your body, something that's great for your bank account. And so ideally you've got one thing that covers multiple of those buckets or you know two or three in total. And those are your hobbies, your and your 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 job, your career, your trade, your craft if you will. And so for example, it's something that's good for your body, ideally you've got a physical hobby, lifting, running, canoeing, horseback riding, skateboarding, whatever it is. Like you need a thing. Something that's good for your creativity, singing, painting, knitting, gardening, uh playing guitar, you name it. You need a, a creative hobby. And then the wealth generation is that's your job. And ideally, the job is the thing that 
you get the most purpose out of uh, as far as problem solving for the world around you. That all of those three things in balance are the trifecta, if you will. The trifecta, the triangle of getting shit done. I yes, the triad, the golden triad. <laughs> yes, there we go. Now we're getting into it. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Very good, very good. And so, uh, one of the things that you're doing now with your uh, with your new company is you're putting out a lot of content. And here's the thing: I've worked with more than five thousand entrepreneurs, uh, mostly in the capacity of a consultant and helping them grow their sales. And when you see the same people, same type of people doing the same things, and you see so much data coming in, you start to notice trends. You start to notice things that really stand out. And so I'm curious, with all of the content that you're responsible for right now, a lot of us really would want to know what's working. Like, what are you seeing? Where are you seeing this going over the last, let's say, six months, yeah. three months? What is what is kind of capturing people's attention and converting into business right now? Yeah, uh, I'm glad you asked. And I'll even start by saying the bio you read at the beginning, it's now outdated because we took a very close attention, paid very close attention to that question exactly, which is like, what's working now? A lot has changed in the last year in terms of everything on the market, right? The algorithms and social media have changed and are still changing a lot. How people, what they pay attention to and where attention goes changed a lot. And then how we actually produce content changed drastically because now we've got AI tools that can really speed up uh, the process in doing so and help us. It's, it's a tool to use. It's not a replacement, but it's a new tool to use. So now we're fully focusing on uh, the following, which is I work with with B2B founders and, and uh, a lot of investors as well, some agency owners, and we focus on producing thought leadership content. So what that means is we produce their podcast, we help them book their guests, we create all those short form video clips for every episode and write a blog and a newsletter for every episode. We obviously also edit the full episode and then we post all of it for them on all their feeds every day. So the big trends that we're seeing are you've got everyone and their mother is putting out content right now. And the vast majority of people doing that, they really just have loud voices, but they don't have real problems. They're not solving actual problems. So they're not really all that valuable. They're just kind of collecting followers like in a casino. And I find that to be pitiful. So what, you've should got, do, what should we do instead then? Yeah. So what we should be doing instead is recognize that just the game that we're in, unfortunately, the dollars and the attention goes to the loudest voice, not always the best problem solver, the best person with the solution. And so those that are out there who have a great solution, whether you're trying to solve climate change, or you've got a blockchain solution or something in AI, or you build a, a sleeve that helps people who are paralyzed walk, anything in between. If you're not strategically being a very loud voice to essentially market your game-changing solution, it's malpractice irresponsible not to do it and do it in a way that today's audience actually digests. If you just focus on long form YouTube videos, very, very few people are going to sit down and watch a 45 minute YouTube video about a thing and a person that they've never heard of or care about. Obviously we're busy. We're yeah. working from home. It's, like who's doing that? They watch short form the, video. They want. It's one, yeah. It's one of the reasons that uh, I used to have an hour long podcast yeah. And I realized like, hey, you're a real smart dude. And I've done 200 podcast episodes, but nobody knows who the hell we are. Yeah. But I, I bet 
I bet I, people will take a risk on, you know, 10 to 12 minutes. They'll, they'll tune in for a couple of minutes to see if we want to hear these guys. And we can pretty much get the whole point across in less than 15 minutes. So it, it's a it's a good point that you bring up. So you, you think they might take a risk on 10 to 12 minutes. So maybe you go from 1% of listeners on the full episode to like 5%. What percentage of people do you think will tune in for 18 seconds on a highly edited, like animated short video on their TikTok or LinkedIn feed? As long as you get my attention in the first five seconds, I would say it's pretty high. Probably 80 to 90% mm-hmm. is what I would guess. So it's our responsibility as thought leaders, as founders, as investors, as agency owners, anyone who's got a problem to solve or they're trying to reach people, it is our responsibility to scream from the rooftops and share our solution and tell our stories and and interview great people and ask great questions and be a steward of knowledge and information that your audience is demanding, but you have to package it up in the format that they're going to consume it in. And we're living at a time where the consumable format of the day is short form video, short little tweets, quick little email newsletters sent right to their inbox, given to them on a silver platter. And then of course there's the the classic stuff where you do need to be as well, have the blog. So it comes up on Google when people search for your space, have the episode. So when you do shirt, when when they do search on YouTube or on a road trip and want to listen to the full podcast, like they can find it. Um, But now the algorithms exist where you can reach strangers just based off of the quality of the content and what you're saying in the content itself, the creative, if you will. A year ago, three years ago, that didn't exist. But thanks to TikTok, it exists now. Now all the other social media channels are reverse engineering it and trying to do it themselves. So it's that's the trend. It's, it's a it's a it's a great. Uh, this is timely. Just just this morning, um, I have a VA that manages some of my my email and stuff, and so I have this one inbox. Uh, I have a newsletter. And I send out three to five emails a week. And, uh, you know, I got a story to tell. I'm going to tell the story. Uh, and somebody replied to one of my emails this morning. And it said, it said just simply, these emails are very long. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> and I'm like, well, at least they replied, you know. <laughs> but But it was just interesting. I never would have thought for a minute that somebody would take the trouble to reply to a newsletter email and say, hey, this is really long. It's too long. <laughs> It's too yeah, long. Man. It's too long. But hey, now look, grateful. Thank you. Now we know. Let's try like try a TLDR at the top of your next email. Be like, this is going to be a long email. If yeah. you want to be out of here in 10 seconds, here's what you need to know. You're welcome. If you want to stick around, here you go. That's right. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's right. I so that's what we're doubling down on. I mean, and I, I believe it so much. We're seeing the data, we're seeing the results of like just engage people with with quick little snippets, tell little stories, get little quotes, get little sound bites. We've all seen it on TikTok and B2B has to be playing there so we are yeah that's that's smart and so just uh, uh tactically speaking just as we're starting to wrap up here uh what would you say for somebody who is out there producing content and they're screaming as loud as they know how to scream uh but they're just not getting any engagement they're not getting any eyeballs or uh you know they're they're, they're just not really sure what else to do what is the one thing that they can really change about their approach yeah, uh, to really make it uh, to uh, make a measurable impact and uh, asking for a, a, a friend. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I for two things. The first thing I'd say is like, stop worrying so much about big numbers. I think those days are over. Um, it's nice if you can get 10,000, 100,000, a million eyeballs, follows, subscribers. But it doesn't really matter because if you still have a 0% click through rate, then like, what was the point of that? Um, 
So the next piece there is I would recommend add a new dimension of niche. So what do I mean by that? Let's say you're selling, um, you're a personal trainer and you want to help people get in shape. And you're like, I'll, you know, I'll train anybody who's out of shape and walks into my gym and like wants some personal training. And then it's like, great. Now you're putting out fitness content and maybe you sell protein supplements, whatever, but you're competing with every other brand that's doing that, every other coach out there, but you have a huge TAM, a huge total addressable market. Then you have to match market rates and be like, well, I charge, you know, 50 bucks an hour, 60 bucks an hour so that I can be competitive. So hard to get attention because it's you and everyone else. And now you're focusing on all the dumb shit. Like, how do I have the right hooks and all the, the right thumbnails? Like, yeah, those things are important, but you're focusing on the wrong thing. But as soon as you add a new dimension to be really niche, you completely separate yourself from the pack and you start a new conversation. So here's an example. I'm a fitness coach. I'm a personal trainer. And I help men who are between the ages of 40 and 50 who are going through a divorce that want to get into shape to now start dating again, revitalize their life, increase their bank account, have more energy. And all the content you put out is about how men in that age group who are going through a divorce can work out better. Plus, you can feed them a lot of other content. Like, here's the best lawyer for you to work with in Austin, Texas for going through your divorce. Here's the best accountant to help you split up your assets. Here are the best supplements that you can take, uh, blah, 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 with your kids when you have them every other weekend. Like now for that niche audience, maybe there's only a few thousand of those men in the country or in the world. You are going to mean the world to them. You're going to be so freaking powerful and important. They're going to be so loyal to you that you can charge way more than $50 an hour. And I think for a lot of folks who are kind of early on, who are still fluttering with the like, I don't have an audience. Focus on the quality of your audience, even if it's 50 people or 100 people, and mean the world to them. And then you can start introducing new upsells. I'd way rather have 100 customers that each pay me $10,000 a year than 10,000 customers that each pay me 100 a year for a lot of reasons. You're going to end up making a lot more money in the long run because your margin's higher. And it's easier to manage 100 customers than it is 10,000. That's my advice. Awesome. I love that. And and tell us a little bit about what you're working on right now. Who's a good candidate to connect with you and how they can get in touch? Yeah. So we focus on um, founders who are building startups, uh, typically venture backed and B2B. And so for, for entrepreneurs who are at a stage where they're like, all right, biggest priorities right now are some combination of obviously we want to make more revenue. We want to attract and hire better talent and we want to raise more and better capital obvious every company wants that but particularly with my clients we're like and we want to do it through thought leadership and through me i'm the founder i want to be the face of this brand and that's going to be how people want to work with me they want to buy from me they want to invest in me newsflash that's like most founders should be doing that early on because there's really no other asset early on um, so you raise a couple bucks a few million bucks a few hundred thousand dollars whatever it is and my system me and my team our our system our program is We'll produce a whole content series for you. We'll make you a freaking star thought leader. We'll get your face everywhere, every day, really blow up your accounts to the right people, the right audiences. We'll fill out that multidimensional, we'll figure out that multidimensional niche for you. All you have to do is show up for one hour a week and record your podcast episode. We'll book your guests. We'll do all the prep with them. We'll do the research. Uh, we'll do all the editing, all the production, all the posting, and we'll just grow you from there. It's a long-term game. So for folks who are like, I get this is going to take at least six months to like see some real traction in a couple years, but you know, you get quick wins early on that start to really compound. 
Um, just like working out, it's a long-term game. But if you're not doing this in 2024, I believe you're, you know, this is the year to start because the algorithms are all just starting to move in that direction. People are just waking up to the importance of personal brand. Um, but damn, does it work? You know, you start kind of, you just make yourself a thought leader and start asking experts in your industry really damn good questions. It's wild how quickly the quality of of your revenue, your 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 investors and your um, potential hires, how much that quality goes up very fast. That's awesome. And where can we go to learn more about that? Uh, the website is thursdaylabs.co, spelled just how it sounds. Uh, or LinkedIn. I'm a big LinkedIn guy. So you know, search my name on LinkedIn and shoot me a DM that you heard me on this podcast and uh, I'll be sure to answer. Excellent. Well, hey, <clears throat> we're going to wrap up for uh, now. Thanks so much to Jake Hurwitz for coming on and sharing a little bit of wisdom about how he gets things done. And uh, for those of you who want to engage uh, with him and learn more about his service to help get you out there in front of the right eyeballs as a thought leader, you can go to thursdaylabs.co. Now, whether you're on your morning commute in the gym or somewhere out in the field, snap a selfie, tag me at JT literally. Show me what you do in the do zone. And one more time, if you need a quick injection of cash in your business so you can get some momentum now, go to factor1.io and let's talk about building your slingshot. Know this, you are factor one for your own success. Let's get to work.